This episode of Robin and Keep It Need a Podcast is sponsored by our friends over at True Car. Every car comes with its share of stories, like that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, that luxury package you got after a big promotion, or the miles you save by riding your bike all summer long, and why you can't put a price tag on your stories. Now, with True Car, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell it or to trade it in. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number. Watch how your car's details just pop up, then answer a few questions like navigation and moonroof. Watch as they bump up your car's value. High mileage. You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you'll know how much it's going to ding in your wallet so you can plan ahead. And once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you could take to a local certified dealer to cash out or to trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer is not available in all areas. Yes, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast coming in hot off the success of the Royal Rumble last time out. So what better way to follow up the highly acclaimed Royal Rumble episode than to talk some season three, episode seven of Dawson's Creek. And the man who I will do all of that with and more here today is the great Akiva Winokur. Rob, what do you think would have to happen for this week's episode to be more popular than the Royal Rumble? Hmm. Let's let's figure something out. I think that your house would have to go on fire. Okay. And then I mean, that's you, a start, but we haven't won yet. Yeah. Okay. Jump out the window. And no, and then you like rescue your family okay. while holding the laptop and uh-huh. uh, getting your family out of the burning house. Okay, and th- I, but staying on the podcast. Yes, um, I mean, like your wife could be yelling at you, like, "Why yeah, are you podcasting? The house is on fire." Uh, the whole thing would be great. Yeah, I still think it would be less. We get less tweets than we got for the Royal Rumble. Uh, if you remember on the Seinfeld podcast, I I had to kill a snake once that was in mm-hmm. our house. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and uh, and I believe there was a scorpion incident. Also, uh, a lot of shrieking in the background during the sign. Like sure. once every two months, my wife would like shriek, and I'd have to run out. <laughs> okay. Um, so we've done all that. I don't, Not as I, much. I still, no more vermin. Is a snake vermin? I think a snake is vermin. I don't think either. Are snake or scorpions vermin? I think they're vermin. I think a vermin is like a scourge. No? Yes. I'm not sure. I thought vermin is like a category of like mouse and rat. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, vermin are wild animals that are believed to be harmful to crops, farm animals, or game. That carry disease. Uh, example given: uh, rodents, parasitic worms. So, yeah, I think that uh, vermin it, is like. But it doesn't didn't say snakes or or scorpions. Yeah, uh, you want to? What's the difference between a rodent and a vermin? Uh, mm-hmm. As nouns, the difference between a rodent and vermin is that a rodent is a mammal of the order Rodentia, characterized by long incisors that grow continuously and and are worn down by gnawing, while vermin is countable? I don't know. Uh, okay, who cares? I mean, uh, I googled, I just googled uh, scorpions and vermin and got nothing. Pigeons have widely, are sometimes considered vermin, some varieties of snakes and arachnids. So maybe snakes and spiders are yeah, vermin. I don't want another whole, our spiders animals thing. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, that was annoying. Yeah, okay. 
Um, yeah. So, but uh, um, I probably was that the most feedback we got last week for the Royal Rumble. An incredible amount podcast? of feedback, and then uh, we had on a couple of the different podcasts uh, people involved to just like uh, like uh, blurted out results, and then people were <laughs> mad about getting spoiled on the Royal Rumble. So. The winners spoiled themselves the first second they were on a podcast. Yeah. Well, what are you, what are you gonna do? What yeah, you- that's our fault. <laughs> Next time we'll tell people not to mention not to say the yes. winner's name or whatever well, for we like need two to days. get everybody to sign an nda before the next royal yes. rumble yes. i do think we could do that could be an episode we get every listener to sign an nda going forward yeah i think we have brent from canada on twitter now so uh, a lot of great feedback for the royal rumble but let's just uh, talk about what's coming up here today so we're i'm very excited about our guest today to talk about season three episode number seven of dawson's creek we're going to talk to a guy named Mike Stern, and some of our listeners might know him as the co-host of the pod, what was it, a podcast about nothing. Was that the Eric Stein and Mike Stern podcast? I thought that was our podcast, Seinfeld's the Seinfeld podcast about nothing. I got to I'll look that up about what the did Eric, they steal our name? I don't no, remember. That was like a tagline uh, okay. that so it was something. Uh, let's see, Eric Stein podcast. Let's see if it comes up. That's uh, a, a podcast for no one. A podcast for okay, no that one. That makes that's more right. sense. Yeah, that's I, didn't right. think I, did, I got name. confused. Okay, so a podcast for no one was the uh, I believe now uh, in Yadis Eric Stein and Mike Stern podcast. the The challenge was on that podcast is that their voices sound identical. So mm. uh, even as a longtime friend of Eric Stein, very difficult to discern when Eric Stein was talking and when Mike Stern was talking, but. I reached out to Eric on the chance that he was a Dawson's Creek person. He says no, but Mike Stern is. Uh, that coincidentally, Mike Stern had already been tweeting about the uh, Rumble, so maybe he is, uh, if not an every episode listener, then mm-hmm. certainly uh, has been a listener of Renap. So he's going to join us to talk about season three, episode number seven of uh, Dawson's Creek. But we're actually going to do that second. What? Wow. You're flipping the order, flipping the script. We're today. flipping it because here's how this is going to work. Where uh, we're recording this on a Thursday, and Mike is available at three o'clock. And rather than you know record one piece and then record this, then we can't talk about anything that happened, and it's going to be disjointed. We're just going to do the mailbag first, then we'll spin the wheel, then we'll do the Peppa Pig music. Then we'll talk about season three, episode seven of Dawson's Creek, and we'll put in the time code. If anybody wanted to skip ahead to just Dawson's Creek and didn't want to hear the mailbag, then they'll be able to do that. All right. That makes sense. Easy enough. I think it's nice to mix it up every once in a while. We're mixing it up. So that's what we're doing here today. Rob, I'd also like to mix something up if it's okay with you. Okay. Well, it depends what you're going to mix up. Is it rodents Uh, and vermin? No, I would never do that. Um... So last week we had the stunning announcement that the baby that you and I named baby Rowan is not baby Rowan. It's baby Everett. It's not our baby. Okay. We're not the godparents. We're not involved at all. Um, and I thought was the like, problem that Rowan sounded too much like rodent. I mean, we should have named it Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can we add to the census? Are you team rodent or team vermin? Yeah, we can have that on the census. Um, oh, so I was I was so bummed, but that's not the only thing we really put into the universe uh, naming a baby. We also, if you remember, at the live show in Minnesota, mm-hmm. we uh, met a new friend named Aaron and we, we had asked the audience, hey, who needs a best friend? 
and she volunteered. And then we played a game yourself, me and, and Sunday Berquist. Mm-hmm. And we uh, and we out of the whole audience, we picked three people. And then Aaron went ahead and used, you know, asking them questions, picked a new best friend, a guy named Brett. Yes. And so we said at some point when she's not expecting it, we're going to we're going to call Aaron and see if she's still best friends with Brett. So let's why don't we call Aaron right now okay. and find out her status with Brett. Now, I thought we were going to wait six months. That uh, is I there a reason you why said you- that. I don't I, I mean, I feel like we need a W after the L from the from the Rowan thing. So we're moving up the timetable. <laughs> we had the Royal Rumble. No, I, I don't mean that. I just mean like in terms of in terms of like uh, our social game. I'm not not the podcast is white hot. I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to say that anymore. Red hot. Yes. But the uh, you know, I just I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like this will make me feel better about Rowan if we've made people because if we really made a difference in the world, if we haven't named a baby or set up best friends. OK, now this is not some sort of a bit. She has no idea that we're calling. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. OK. All right. Is this against the law? Do we need to tell let her know that she's being recorded? I, I guess think we she'll tell realize. Her that, like, yeah. tell her that at the top yeah. of the... What do you think's going to happen? Yeah. This guy. All right. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. Does she randomly get called by me and you that she's not going to notice? Okay. All right. So... Do you want to just... Like, when once when she answers, what are you going to say? Why, she might not answer. I don't know. If she yeah. answers, I'll, we're going to say it's Robin Akiva. And she'll probably know why we're calling. Okay. Well, let me make sure that we are recording uh, that track that she, that she's going to be on, so we have that uh, part of the conversation recorded. Okay, so let's call Aaron and see how uh, what's going to happen. Okay, here we're calling her on Skype. Renap is powered by the Skype hotline. Their sponsor. I mean, she might not answer. Like it's my. Hello. Hello, is this Aaron? This is Aaron. Hi, Aaron. This is Robin Akiva. We're recording a podcast Hi, right now. That is so exciting. How are you guys? That's well, not that exciting. Yeah. What would well, be more I exciting? Yeah. Remember, I'm a super fan. I love this podcast. Okay. Well, are you busy right now that we just wanted to call and say hi? School just ended, so I am no longer busy. Okay. Oh, that's great. Akiva wanted to uh, check in with you today and see what's going on with you and your best friend. Yeah, we. I mean, I think we're legit best friends. We've hung out several times. Wow! It's I, been, can I tell it's you, been Rob, really great. Yeah, I was nervous, Aaron, because I am Facebook friends with Aaron and Brett. And I have not seen one picture with them. I think Brett like tagged me in a picture, didn't tag Aaron. I'm like, oh, maybe they're not even friends. Like this could be a disaster because yeah. I, Aaron, did you hear last week about the baby? The baby. Oh boy. Oh yeah, the like the baby that almost didn't blew get up her super fan status. Yes, yeah, yes, the yes. baby that didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you What do you think yeah. about that? Gosh, that's really they really built it up. Like I, man, you, if you're gonna volunteer yourself to mm-hmm. get your baby named, I mean. You got to go through with it. That's just like, and anyone now could just call you and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to name my, name my something, uh, whatever you say. Like, are they just trying to get on the podcast? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, that's our fault. Look, we need to get some sort of collateral in the future. 
They should have taken one of their kids until they named Rowan and given the kid back. If not a kid, then maybe like some heirloom or something like yeah, that. That's we good one. I guess a kid would be weird. I, yeah, I, right. I, because I then we have to back. watch it, right? Yeah, what do we yeah, want more yeah. kids around here? How annoyed? Your wife already you hates this podcast. A, pet, a car, like, <laughs> no, well, could they name something? I mean, I love pets, but I don't need to know, you know, have a, take care of a pet for yeah, a month. Yeah, that's a punishment for us. That's like a gift. That's like a vacation. Yeah, but I think like an heirloom, like their wedding ring or something. Yeah. That would be good, and then we just and then we just hold on to it, and then if they don't name the baby what we, we picked out, then you know we'll like smash it with a sledgehammer like Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's perfect. People, there has to be some stakes in this, otherwise people just people just be calling you yeah. for to just name whatever. Yeah, fool us once, shame on you. Fool us twice, uh, shame on us. We won't let this happen again, Akiva. No. No, we we will we're going to next Rick Islands. Aaron, can you can you like how really how close are you with this bread? Are you guys like texting every day? Are you in group chats together? What where are you guys hanging we, out? I want to know we more. We text probably like every every other day, every couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, we were like, oh hey, happy like first day of school, and um, I mean like each other stuff on social media. He got me to post on Instagram for the first time in I think a year and a half or something. We've hung out like. Mm, two or like three times we've decided our thing is going to a different Thai restaurant every time we hang out so we already have another hangout set up like you may run out I mean I don't I don't know how big Minnesota is how many Thai restaurants are there you could run out and you're not a thing anymore there are way more than you think (laughs) okay fine yeah I don't think we'll I don't know if we'll get there in the next three years do you have a spreadsheet (laughs) ranking all of the Thai restaurants in Minnesota you know, that would be like me. I, do. So I, I know a guy who does. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, I can talk to Chester about that. We can get, we can get it set up if anyone's interested okay. <laughs> in my Thai restaurant rankings. What was the Instagram uh, post that you made after a year and a half Yadas on Instagram? Uh, it was it was his first day of school. You know, it, I knew that would get a lot of likes yeah. uh, for me anyway, because it's like everyone posts on the first day of school and um, it's just like, oh, hey, yeah, new year, like. Um, so yeah, that, that was all it was. Like, I just, I feel like I never have an occasion like good enough to post on Instagram. I was just like, I, I just get stuck. I'm not, I'm a bad millennial. Okay. I think you need to become Instagram official. Like you need to post the picture. I'll believe this, but it sounds like you're good friends. It sounds like you're not best friends yet. Uh, and you've right. only known each other for like six weeks. Friends. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. maybe in like in, you know, at the end of 2019, Rob, we should we should check back in. But I do think uh, we need to like up the game a little bit. So maybe like if you call him your best friend on Instagram, let all your other friends oh, know yeah. like they're number two or lower. That's Are you saying really that we, we should have gotten an heirloom from Aaron in Minnesota? Is <laughs> yes. that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. If we do this again next year, if we do the, <laughs> you know, you know, Robin Akiva set up best friends or whatever it was. Uh, and also, like, we were going to divorce a couple at the live show. We didn't get any sort of promise there. <laughs> yeah. Going forward, we have we have a big collateral part, part of the show. That is true. OK. Yeah. I, he did. Brett did Instagram story. Our last hangout. It hasn't been okay. an Instagram and did you repost? Oh, it has been out there. <laughs> yeah. No, you... I mean, no, because that was before my year and a half Yadis was over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Have you met the parents yet? Have you met each other's families? Uh, definitely not. I don't mm. think we're. Quite, I think that's a big yeah. stage and best friends. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't. We met... have talked all about our families. Yeah. 
Not meeting mm-hmm. anybody, any friends, parents. Anytime well, no. your best friends would meet their parents. If you say so. <laughs> I think, do I, I think I know, his brother's name is Jake. I think, I, I think maybe his mom is Mary. I think right. I know. In December, we want a family tree. I, I kind of know about his family, but yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm satisfied with yeah, this. I think this, this was, good. I was nervous, but this is good. Bounce back. Aaron, do you have any ideas for the wheel? <laughs> Ideas for the wheel? Uh, I really don't. I, I I'm I'm not that creative. Let's be honest. All right, next time you go to a Thai restaurant with your BFF Brett, that you guys could work on Talk that. Talk it over. Email in. Yeah. If you if yeah, there's okay. ever like a we'll, slow we'll spot, workshop it. Mm-hmm. We'll have the the Aaron and Brett spot on the wheel. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this was great to uh, catch up. So give our best to Brett. I, I will absolutely. I'll, I'll I'll text him right after this. Okay, good. And then we want to see that Instagram post. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, that's that's the next step. I'll work on that. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you, Aaron. Akiva, anything else for Aaron? No, I'm just happy that uh, you know. Good luck with school this year. Good luck with your new best friend, Brett, and balancing both those things. And uh, you know, we'll we'll speak to you at the end of 2019, and we'll really you know zoom in and, and see if you're actually best friends or not. Okay, sounds good. Aaron, Looking did, forward to it. Did you have any okay. Dawson's Creek questions for us? Oh yeah, it's a good question. I've never watched Dawson's Creek. Okay, uh, Aaron, what do you think about doing the mailbag before bef- my time? We're doing the mailbag before yeah. the show this week. What do you think about that? Oh, you did the mailbag first. Yeah, we're yeah, we're the- doing the mailbag right now. We haven't done the show yet. We may never get oh. to it. Who knows? Are you going to put it in floored. that order when you air yes. it, or is this yeah. like yes. a absolutely a inside baseball thing? No. Yes. No. No. For sure, we're doing it first. I guess, yeah. I mean, it gets right to the chase for people who don't actually listen to the whole episode. But I don't know. What do you think you get some people who accidentally listen to the rest of it if when when you put it at the end? Well, what do you, th- you, know? you think people are mailbag only? Like, I don't know how this works. Are some people like only episodes? Some people only well, mailbag? I don't the, know. This gets to the mailbag slash the wheel. Then mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. people do. I I personally have never done that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well. We'll see. We'll see what the feedback is going to be. All right. Yeah, let us know how you think this works. Yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm anti this, uh, this <laughs> pre-show mailbag, but uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you, you let me know how it goes. You let me All know right. your, what kind of feedback on Twitter. Erin right. is a stickler. She doesn't like us messing with the format. She's okay. a teacher. I, I she likes think, rules. Man, don't mess with uh, what's working. Okay. Is this going to be a preview for uh, lots of negative feedback, Akiva? <laughs> I don't know. And who are you rooting for in the Royal Rumble last week? In the Royal Rumble, I, I really wanted Allie Lasher to run away yeah. with it. She was yeah. on such she had a, a good role. run. That was, yeah. Uh, that, that was, Don't you think her head is kind of big? We been. talk about her like 10 times an episode. I think it would have exploded had <laughs> she won. Yeah. That's probably true. I'll put it. It was like, I mean, love Melissa. But it's, it's pretty funny that it was like a person who legit does not, has no <laughs> right. idea. Right. It was probably like the, of like, the 30 of, people, of people. Like, yeah, like the inanimate objects would have been more exciting. Yeah, well, to be she fair, was a very good sport, actually. I think Elaine Bennis has less awareness of the yeah, Royal Rumble. Yes, but no, Melissa was a great spoiler. Uh, was a great sport about winning, and we'll have her on the podcast at some point. Yeah, if she wants I, I it, really if like we can that. get her. Mm-hmm. I really like that episode, though. I, I didn't watch. I only I was only audio on that, but it still is. Oh, you got to watch uh, Rob uh, throw Chester out of the ring. <laughs> Chester's okay. kids like started crying <laughs> when they saw uh, it. Uh, they, were, the they were traumatized. Yeah, I've been picking up my own kids over my head like that, like they're Chester, and then just like uh, throwing them. 
uh, onto like a couch. Yeah. Rob Chester and me are in a chat and Chester posted big mistake. I just showed my kids the Royal Rumble. They were like borderline crying when they saw their dad be introduced <laughs> as a clown with Curb Your Enthusiasm music and then get tossed out of the ring 30 feet in 11 seconds. Yeah. They're probably you've probably scarred them for life at this point. It's oh, wow. possible. Not from this, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Aaron, thank you so much. You take care, okay? Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, guys. Great to talk All to right. you guys too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Akiva, uh, that was a, a great uh, moment for the podcast because yes. I, I think that for the listeners, I think they all have to just like uh, sit up a little bit in their chair and say like, hold on. Am I just going to be randomly getting a phone call one day yeah. and on the podcast? Got to keep them on their toes. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. If, well, if you're right, if you're not paying attention, yeah. you know, we could be calling you at any time and you don't want to miss that call. <laughs> that's right. So everybody stay, stay on your toes. Um, but I actually I DM'd to get her phone number right after Minnesota. And I said, we might not, we might call you next week. We might call you in a year. I need your number now. But you have to guarantee an answer every time it rings for now until we call, which might be a year. And she mm-hmm. said, all right, I'm in. So that's okay. why she probably answered on the second ring. She's probably been just waiting for us to call. So she never when did you her ask her anymore. for the number like the day after we did it? Oh, because okay. I'm a planner. And I thought I you want, did it today. I'm like, yeah, no, okay, no, no. no. I've okay. had it. I've had it since June or July, whenever we went to July. Minnesota. And yeah. then speaking of Minnesota, let me ask you another question, because I got an email from as a Facebook message from one of the attendees from the sleepover podcast. Okay. Who was going to be interviewed for the sleepover podcast <laughs> documentary oral history. Can I just, can I, can I stop you down for a second? Sure. We live very strange lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is happening in our world? It is. I, all right. Keep going. <laughs> and this person, uh, I yeah. will I'll hold their name. Yeah. They requested that. They wanted me to send them the audio of the sleepover podcast proper mm-hmm. so that they could listen to it back to refresh their memory uh-huh. before they gave their sworn testimony yeah. to the uh, <laughs> commission. Does, does their name rhyme with Pally Slasher? Uh, it does not. It does not. Okay. I just wanted to see what your feeling was on this. If it's a person who could be trusted to never release the audio, then we could talk about it. But I'd have to hear who it was first. I almost feel like it's more fun to just have people have to just like it's this story of like all these different POVs of uh, what, you know, it's almost like Rashomonin or whatever that's called. What, what what is the real story? Like yeah. everybody. No, is I, just... I don't think it's a good idea. I, I don't think it's it's a good idea mm-hmm. because it right. defeats the purpose. We could just play the episode, which who knows if it even exists. People have said that the that the recording. Has oh, been the lost. audio exists. Well, I was trying to be mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe that there should be like, a, you know, a 60 second clip of just to cut out to prove that it exists. It's possible. Maybe maybe if Lindsay, you know. Works hard enough. She could, Lindsay, she could find a copy of it. Lindsay, the documentarian. Yeah. So it, let's actually let's you know get into this. There are four different major episodes being worked on now for this podcast. In case people were like, well, you just did Oregon Trail and Royal Rumble. And those were my two most anticipated things. There's a lot in the works. <laughs> so uh, the four big things are a 
There is a Mueller report style <laughs> investigation into our sleepover podcast, missing sleepover podcast episode. Lindsay Wilson has assembled a team. I think like 12 people have been interviewed so far. Uh, I don't think you've been interviewed. I have. Um, I think they're I saving not. you for, for last. I have not. Um, and I think I have to go again. Um, yeah, but people are messaging me and saying, you know, and telling me like, hey, I got interviewed. Uh, I have no I don't know what's happening. I just know that people are getting interviewed. Mm -hmm. So that's one that should be ready yes. eventually. Uh, then but you have also been just uh, taking to Twitter constantly, just uh, bashing the process that is going on of conducting all these interviews about the sleepover yeah, uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's an unfair. It's a witch hunt. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I agree. Um we also have um Claire or uh, hit by a car Claire yes. has has been <laughs> Is that going, her name? I think she's fine with it. She's got a she's got a good sense of humor. Think, but, she, but I don't think she's been called hit by a car Claire yet. Well, she hadn't been hit by a car. All right. Uh you know, but they just have this there's a lot of Claire's out there. I got to I got to describe which one. Yeah. So our friend Claire from Canada um she has gone through almost all of the Seinfeld episodes, cutting clips and trying to cancel us and see, you know, all of our bad takes from the Seinfeld podcast. That'll be ready for the wheel soon. We also have, uh, as discussed last week, wheel or no wheel. We've got a whole oh, team yeah. of people working on that. They're just figuring out the game mechanism, but that'll be ready soon, which is wheel or no wheel is uh, basically there's like instead of boxes of money, there's boxes of podcast ideas. Yes. Um, no, and I then, saw a whole thread in the Robin's podcast patron group of people mm -hmm. workshopping the wheel or no wheel pitch. Yeah, that's exciting. I like that. Listen, this is the people's podcast, Rob. Yes. Every, this, everyone has a say. Anyone who wants can sort of chip in here. So the, and, and the fourth one, that's the newest one I was just told today. Uh, this they didn't even have our permission, but I think you'll be fine with this. Shut up, Tim and Puya have been working on an episode called uh, something like I think it's called the Mask Podcaster. Yes, where they or, or where they have about eight to ten people in our universe singing songs, and their or audio or their voice will be changed. I think, and they'll give us clues, and we have to guess who they are. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds very fun. Also, so wow. There are Four, some like major uh, episodes, you know, in requiring a ton of editing. Three of them uh, that should be added to the wheel within a month. Wow. Uh, Plus, we got the Renat musical at some point that's going to come. Is that Renat really happening? Fiction? I haven't heard I an update know. on that in I think every many, 10 many we months. get updates. So yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, I'll be reading Frail Mary's fan fiction before I uh, yeah. hear Renat the musical. Yeah, so there's a lot going on uh, with those. But would you like to get to the mailbag and get some uh, some new ideas and see what sure. you think about What's that? on Mount Renatmore? Okay, number one on Mount Renatmore. Shut up, Tim is back in business with his. He's got two on Mount Renatmore this week. Here's the first one. It's called Robin Akiva Call My Mom, but not his mom. He says, okay. Listen, listeners submit their mom's number and Rob and Akiva called to explain to the moms what Renap is and that their child actively listens to it. They also talk current Renap events with the moms to get some motherly advice. We could ask questions and yada, yada, yada. I love this. I love the idea of like people submitting their moms. Like, wouldn't you want to call like Lisa Lasher or, uh, you know, uh, who else? Who, who else? Who, okay. who else's mom would be fun to call? All right. Well, at the risk of sounding anti-mom. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is a good idea. Why? You think moms are boring? First of all, it doesn't have to be mom. It could I'm be a mother figure. It could be a dad. Not everyone has a mom. I guess it depends who it is. But why do... And I always try to look at this from the perspective of uh, not us, but as the listener. Mm -hmm. If I am the listener, yeah. what, what do I care what a 
random person's mom thinks about Renette. Well, I don't think we'd just really be. That was his pitch, but I don't think we'd really always, oh, you know, we might explain the podcast to them for a minute, but I think we might just like have a bunch of questions for them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sold on this. Okay. I thought this would be a lock to go on the wheel, but I'm not, uh, you know, maybe maybe there's a tweaking that needs to happen. I like the name Robin Akiva call my mom. Yeah, I just don't know if we're talking to people that have no idea about what we do. I, I like when we talk to people that know exactly what we do. Uh, OK. All right. So maybe maybe there's uh, a punch up needed for Robin Akiva call my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you could put that in the waiting room. Um, yeah. Robin Akiva. How about, okay, well, let's yeah. work on it for a second. Okay, fine. Okay. Let's work on it. Okay. Um, what if what if people got ideas uh, for the wheel from their parents or uh, people recorded like almost like we do like a Jimmy Kimmel type thing of like instead of like record your kids, like take their candy, like maybe people are going to like uh tell their tell their parents uh something either get ideas from their parents or tell their parents about something that happened on the podcast and get their reaction to it and then we're playing those that's a good idea uh what but that's also a lot of someone has to do a lot of editing work there what what if um i mean we i don't think it'd be that much editing i think you use the uh, you know audio recorder on your phone and then Mm -hmm. and then you know send it in i don't think we need to like cut the clips down uh, too much uh, what my what if what if like one week like next week we just had an episode where people ask their moms or dads for uh for mailbag pitches and we just do the mo- like non-listener moms mailbag pitches next week i think that that would be very funny to do that yeah you know we have well, our so- 50th episode coming up in two episodes mm-hmm. so should we do that in two episodes we're gonna have people's non-listening parents <laughs> pitches for the mailbag <laughs> Yeah, and you explain like you explain like they named a baby. It didn't work, but they named the baby. They you know they set up listeners on blind dates. They did a royal rumble, and yeah. uh, you know what's your what's your what should what's you know your big idea? Well, is that a mailbag segment or is that an episode where then something has to get picked? We have to we have to put one parent. <laughs> I think let's start with a mailbag, just because like. I don't know. We already ha- we hate we joke about having bad things on the wheel, but then it like ruins our week when a bad thing on the wheel comes up. <laughs> no specific episodes that I'm thinking well, of, but OK, um, so th- I think that that's that's funny. Uh, if that's a hit, then we can get ideas from uh, kids like, yeah, yeah we ask, do your kids ki- also. ask your kids yeah. uh, ideas for the wheel and have that as a mailbag. Is that? Yeah. Uh, is that good enough for episode number 50? Well, we can't decide what episode 50 is, but I think it could be the mailbag. Okay. All right. Usually we we clean out the wheel waiting room every 10 episodes, but this is a big anniversary 50 podcast. Yeah, we could do that. How about we do that next week in anticipation? We'll go clean Um, out the mailbag episode 49. 49. Yeah. Okay. In honor of the 49. How many games the 49ers going to win this year, Rob? Mm, Six. I think think they'll be fine. I think they're like they're an eight and eight team. Yeah. People are asleep on them a little bit. Shannon's a good coach. Okay. Rather have Shannon than Gase. Anyway, uh, all right. Number two from Shut Up Tim. Robin Akiva repeat. If this is chosen, Robin Akiva spin the master wheel, which is every previous episode on it. And whenever one is picked, Robin Akiva do that again. Guest included if possible. Okay. Just to go back to the uh, parent thing. Are, are we yeah. charging the listeners to in- ask your non-listening parents for their yes. ideas for the wheel? Yes. If, yeah. if, if they have an idea for the wheel and then send it to send the audio clip. To I think I think you do this over email to need a podcast at Rob's website com or 
Renap at robinswebster.com or seinfeld.postshowrecaps. Yeah. And they could do, if they don't want to do audio or if they're not capable, they can, they can just do, uh, they can write in. I right? guess so. We prefer audio, but yeah, like if we, you know, it's sometimes you only get a few audios where yeah. you get a lot of records. And then if by next week we don't have anything, then we'll just say that we'll, we'll call it off. Okay, fine. Or we'll play whatever um, we have. So what do you think about this? Robin Key, repeat, we spin a master wheel of every episode and whatever gets picked, we have to do that again. Well, I think that that's going to be a challenge. It's a funny idea, but yeah. I, I don't know, like execution wise. Oh, pick a number. Just pick a number from one to 47. 26. Okay, Akiva's mystery episode. That was uh, yeah. We we already did that one twice. Pick another <laughs> number. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Okay, pranking the listeners. Mm-hmm. So that would be an easy one to do again. Yeah. Uh, but then the question is, let's say it's dinosaurs or say by the bell season three episode seven. Do we do season three episode seven again? That would be a nightmare. Or do we just go to season three episode eight? Like the same show, different episode. Yeah, I don't think that this is. No, a, I know it's a, a funny joke. I, I like the idea of a super wheel though that has mm-hmm. every episode on it. The master wheel. Mm-hmm. I do like that idea. You know, if something's uh, a good enough idea, we put it back on the wheel. Uh, I don't think that we need to do this. All right, this is a good pitch. When the census gets picked, yeah, there there are no where me and you are gonna are gonna be betting on every answer. I think right. That's part of yes. that's part of the census. So somebody says, uh, "Are you uh, a, what was it? A vermin or a rodent? What do you like yes. better?" Yeah. Team Team Vermin or Team Rodent? Yeah, and we, I think that you know Vermin won fifty four percent, and you think Rodent won. Uh, so eventually, like someone wins, but there, we don't have stakes. What if the stakes for that episode are the loser has to watch the first season of the show Scum and give a report the next week? First season <laughs> with the first four episodes. They're like twenty minute episodes. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, well, there has to be. Well, who would know? Who would know if I was wrong? Nobody. You could fake it. Are you, you going to fake it and like pretend to have read the book? I mean, you see uh, that in Dawson's Creek. Yeah, we'll get to up. that in a little bit. I like the idea of that we are in the scum boat together, where you okay. and I have to watch this together. Fine. Okay, we'll watch the episode seven. I like what you, where where your head is at, but uh, mm-hmm. I think that that's all right. But fine. Think of much. another penalty where you know where uh, I know that like oh the last you're a busy guy. The last thing you want to do is like watch a million episodes right. of scum. But yeah. lo- it's like gambling. It's only fun if losing is painful. You yeah. know what I mean? All right. Well, wait, even if the census comes up this week, by the time we yeah. get to the episode, we can nail down what the stakes are. We I didn't agree, agree. announce the I stakes. Agree. I just thought that was a funny pitch. Um, the first season of Scum. Mm-hmm. Um, how, okay, this is another pitch. I hear it's very uh, good. Yeah. What about? How about this? It's like the uh, Norwegian uh, Degrassi. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Um, is there a Norwegian corner to gas? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> gas has two A's and like the yeah, Ulam on, on the top. Uh, okay, uh, here's another pitch. So we have two people who have uh, money in the bank passes to come on this show, right? Yeah. One is, uh, spoiler alert for the Royal Rumble, Melissa Denny. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, uh, who has our other pass? Hannah. Hannah Shapiro. Okay. The problem is neither of them listen to the show, as far as I know. Yeah. So do can we have a listener make some sort of Twitter account slash bot that just tweets at them every week that says next week, Robin Akiva doing X. Do you do either of you want to come on? Cause I don't want to bother them every week. Mm-hmm. So you want but, to instruct that? Well, bot? The bot, they won't care about the bot. I think this is a good idea. And then they could be like, yeah, you know, Hey, uh, Oh, you're doing Dawson's Creek. I love Dawson's Creek. Great. I'm on. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's a good idea. risk of potentially making them numb to like a week that might be perfect for them. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they've said yes so far. You know, uh, Hannes had the had the pass for a while. I think it's a funny idea. Okay, I, I don't want to. I don't, like don't want to annoy can, people. No, if they don't like it, we'll and, we'll take and them then off. They, but okay, one tweet only week. if then there should be a an option to uh, reply ops to opt out. And then, and then I would okay. turn it off forever. They can stop. Yeah, the, the first tweet they could say, "If you don't want any more notifications, let me know, and we'll <laughs> we'll we'll take you off the bot." There's like a lot. If if someone tweets about Melissa, there are like bots that literally like it's crazy. The Melissa your bot? big brother. There's a lot. Yeah, I think there's a bunch. I don't know. You you spin a very complicated web. Your whole world, Rob. Everything <laughs> is. Yeah, well, you're weird. in it. You're part of it. I know I'm in it, but there's no Kiev bot. Don't start Kiev bots. <laughs> like, there's so many. The Big uh, Brother. That's, that's how you bro- <laughs> conjure them when you say no, don't no, do no, this. No. The Big Brother uh, accounts are, are are next level. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, here's here's uh, pitch number three this week from Zach. It's called Robin and Kevin, your replacement. I think it would be fun for you to do a podcast discussing who you'd like to take over on a nap in the event that either you were going to retire or were unable to continue the show for whatever reason. Picking a replacement now would make for a smooth transition and would allow each of you to have a say in who would take your spot on the show. It's just a seed of an idea for now, but I think you guys could find a way to make it super interesting. Maybe create a certain survey or an application with their nap themed questions. I.e., what would you name a listener's baby? And the two of you can critique their answers before finally coming to the ultimate decision who would replace Rob or who would replace Akiva. Could even have potential candidates as guests for the episode. Don't we already have this on the wheel as the I think this third is wheel? The third turn? wheel, but this yeah. is—I mean, it's it's very similar. Um, but I like the idea of. Do you have a will? Do you have a last will and testament, Rob? Uh, I do not have a specific uh, okay. will. Because I was thinking if it would be funny, and I don't think I have one. My wife would be in charge of that, but I don't think I have one. Um, the um, if if like we wrote into our will, like who would be our replacement? But mm-hmm. I also think it would need to be someone. We can't change the name of the podcast. It's too late. So you'd need to have someone with an R in their name, and I need an A. I I think we can figure it out. It's it's almost like the uh, you know Regis and Kelly type thing where it was uh, Regis and Kathy Lee. And then yeah. it was Regis and Kelly, and then Regis was gone, and then it was yeah. Kelly and Michael, and then uh, Kelly and Seacrest. So, yeah, I think that one of us can leave, and then there would be another person that 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 comes in. Mm-hmm. Do you think Seacrest would take this gig if you leave? Because hmm. he is an R. It would be just Ryan and Kevin need a podcast. It doesn't have to be alliterative. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, always an A or an mm-hmm. R. All right. You know, if if, yeah. if we pick Shut Up Tim, uh, yeah. I think it could be, you know, uh, Akiva and Shut Up Tim need a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Had a podcast. I think if we pick <laughs> Shut Up Tim. It'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that this can just be folded into the third wheel. The third wheel is also then it's like the third string quarterback. You know, yes. if, if something happens yeah. to one of us, they move up on the depth chart. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And one of us is Nathan Peterman also. Mm. Um. All right, one more, one more pitch for this week, okay? Okay. Um, we so we we said we'd revisit this idea after Canadian shows are trash, which I think was was mostly uh, well received. Yes. What do you think about repeating that with different channels? So here's one pitch from Jake. Almost nothing is more beloved to millennials and even some ex-millennials than Nick game shows. I suggest watching three Nick game shows and ripping them to shreds. I stand just about every game show on the Nick network and even very briefly with Slime Done One. As beloved as they are, they simply can't hold up. I would suggest Legends in Temple or Double Dare Guts, Nick Arcade, figure it out. Um, 
So this is just part of the pitch. I think part one of the pitches would be Nickelodeon game shows are trash, but also there's uh, in the hopper we have HGTV and TLC. Do any of those interest you? Okay, so I like the concept. I would say that in terms of the execution, I thought that when we did MTV shows are trash and it was just Ali Lasher is mm-hmm. the person yeah. and she's talking us through like all, all of the guests were great for Canadian mm-hmm. shows are trash, but I think it makes it very tricky to produce yeah. that podcast yeah, of having to figure out, you know, have so three one different guess. You segments. Want, you want one guest for the, the ideally, whole yes. Where if there okay. was like one person that's like, oh, I am the expert in all things mm-hmm. Nickelodeon game yes. shows, then I like I like that in okay. practice. I'm, I'm on the same page as you. All right, so yeah, pitch yourself for Nickelodeon or TLC, or I think Kirsten has already pitched herself for HGTV. I think it was her idea. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, contentious between uh, that you know whether it was her or John John. John John, uh, he's busy making Royal Rumbles right now. <laughs> yeah, John John has produced a lot of uh, Royal Rumble and wrestling videos in uh, a more recent version of the the wrestling game. Uh, the 2K16 or something, something like that. Uh, we had like a PlayStation 2 game that Brent from Canada used. I do think that the older game, I think there's a little bit more, less yeah. realism. And I think it's, I like a, it. it's a little, yeah. uh, there's a little more of uh, innocence to it. Yeah. All right. So another, okay. So now we're pretty much done with the mailbag for this week. We didn't officially add anything. We've got a lot of things, you know, major operations about to come on the wheel in the next couple of weeks. Um, one question is, we have all these. We have, you know, we did a brand steel. We're going to do another one soon. Uh, should brand steels move to uh, Royal Rumble, you know, territory, WrestleMania Royal Rumble territory? So, how is do that you a mean? more fun version of the podcast where, like, instead of doing, you know, 30 characters from our universe in a brand steel or 20, we do, uh, we do a, you know, not right now, but maybe a couple months down the road, we have a Royal Rumble with those characters. So, I'm interested to know. Is there another thing that could be like a Brant Steel, like mm-hmm. a Royal Rumble that we could load a bunch of people yeah. into? So I would love to hear ideas of what would be a great uh, other simulations to potentially have play out on the podcast. The thing about the Royal Rumble, I think as uh, Brent from Canada would tell you that it took a very long time right, to Well, that's why we're putting on it now. It's not like we want one on the wheel next week. It just happened. This, you know, would be sort of... By the way, did you know Brent from Canada also made our Madden game? I had forgotten that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. I mean, I, when we asked him, I, I knew that then, but then in the interim eight months, I forgot. What a great guy. Uh, and people were killing us all week, only not about the podcast, but all the details that we missed in like, oh, can you I guys didn't you? talk about this? Yeah. Can I tell you like, because there were so many things like your wife was wearing scrubs and some people said I had a yarmulke, although that was uh, rebuffed by Brent. Uh, like uh, my, I had a jersey on that said Kiev 26 on the back. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knows, like crazy things. So I said, hey, Brent, what if for next episode you told us like 10 of the coolest Easter eggs we missed? And he's like, actually, I think it would be cooler if people just sort of find it themselves. Oh, wow. Yeah, this so is, he's a man yeah. of mystery. But it's I think like there David was like... Chase. Yeah, like dozens of things that could, some of the signs were like specific to certain characters. Yeah, uh, I, I think he really went like so far above and beyond what we could have go down the rabbit hole. Expected. I, I was wondering, yeah. should we make the on the video without commentary available for people? Would that, would that be easier? Would that be better? I, anyway? I, had, I got one complaint who said that they didn't want us. I think they're wrong. I think, it. you know, otherwise it's just went way too fast for, for us. 
Um, but somebody said I would have liked it better with with no pauses. Okay. Let me see yeah, if I can, can upload it, it to YouTube. Let me see if I okay. can upload the uh, no commentary version. I actually version. think, you know, we, you made it unlisted, which I got at the time, but I think people liked it so much, maybe we should have uh, unleashed it to the masses and Here's seen what happened. Here's the thing. I, my YouTube channel has <laughs> 60,000 subscribers, yeah. m- most of which have yeah. no idea what that is. So yeah, at the risk of like having the video downvoted into oblivion yeah. by the people who... I think it has zero downvotes right now, by the way. Well, that yeah, that's because it's unlisted. Yeah. Uh, so anybody who wanted it, I think I, you're knew right, about you're it. You're right, you're right. But I also like the idea of people being like, what the hell is this? But then sort of liking it by the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in getting the product to the people who want it the most and then not, you know, I, I don't think we have a lot of window traffic. No, I think you're right. I think I think that's uh, as we go further and further into this. Abyss, I think yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, but I think we should suspend Brand Steel from the wheel until we figure out what's going on there. Yeah. So Especially you want to go Brand Steel? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Okay, uh, the, the problem with Brand Steel is that they are very long, and mm-hmm. you know, the Brand Steel. I know people like uh, like the journey, but you yeah, know, I'm not Brand- saying we're ever doing it. First of all, they just did one this week. If you want to hear one with the uh, the lost characters playing Survivor, yeah. shout out to the shout out to the Lost podcast. Uh, um, and down uh, the hatch, uh, Josh Josh Wiggler and Mike Bloom down the hatch. Uh, they just started. Do you know there's a wheel on their show too? Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's an homage. We're not offended, but it is funny that they have a wheel. There no is a po- wheel. There's more of a wheel in Lost than there is in, I guess, what Seinfeld? does that mean? In, in Seinfeld. Are we Seinfeld? Is this a Seinfeld podcast? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's whatever you uh, want it to be. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, all right. So, but uh, yeah, I think okay. that's pretty much it for um, just to go back to the wrestling thing. Are are we yeah. done with rest with wrestling simulations? Are we only doing uh, Royal Rumble? Like, do we want to build out no, a WrestleMania wrestling. card? I think, I think we want to fill out a WrestleMania card, but it has to come naturally. I think like. You know, if Ali Lasher comes on and is like, I really am mad at what Haley Strong said last week, I'm challenging her to a match at WrestleMania. I think that's like on yeah. the card, you know? Okay. So, Brent, don't delete all of the characters from the PlayStation yeah. 2 game. <laughs> I, I don't know what we're going to do with it in terms of like what the, what the sequel would be. Uh, yeah. Another I think Rumble. we could do like a Rumble every year also. Maybe, you know. may, maybe in January it gets yeah. a ton of spots Rumble on the season. wheel or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I would love to try to figure out if there's another. Yeah. Rumble, Brant Steel. What else would be something mm-hmm. uh, that would be uh, in that genre? All right, we're on the same page. Do you want? Are we ready to spin the wheels or anything yes. else? Okay, season three, episode seven, down zero to spots. zero spots on the wheel. Yeah, we're taking a lot off right now. By the way, this is going to be the smallest wheel we've had since week one or two of the podcast. Okay, because I'm going to be traveling uh, this week, and we don't want to take a week off, but we're trying to find something that we can do. While I'm on the road, uh, coin flip. Okay. Uh, Carmen mm-hmm. San Diego with Eric Stein, mm-hmm. crappy movie diaper, the mm-hmm. census, the yep. sequel mechanism. Uh, let's not That's do off. a brand steal this week. We're not okay. doing it. It's off possibly for a while, but definitely not for next week. Okay. Mount Rushmore. Be mm-hmm. Easy one to do. Easy. The millennial judge. Yeah, it's easy. Okay. The roast of Robin Akiva. We're not doing That's that this off. week. That's okay. impossible. That's better. Attend. Can't Tough do it. No, there's okay. no movie. Plus, where are you going to a movie in New York? There's no theaters. Okay, hot takeoff. Yep, that's fine. Okay, uh, people's choice. We're going to vote. Uh, just mm-hmm. like we got the Royal Rumble. Yeah. This week in Robin Akiva, is could yeah. Kalish turn this around? Uh, if anyone could do it, 
probably someone other than Kalish. But yeah, we could still do that. Okay, yeah, we'll do third, third wheel. I think that that would be a challenge, a struggle to get this week. Okay, fine. You, it's a lot of technology for you. I okay. agree. Uh, and cameo cast. Yeah, that we could definitely do this. I think week. we could do it. Okay. All right. So let's go Tiny ahead wheel. and launch the wheel for the week. Are you ready, Akiva? Spin. All right. That wheel. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right, here we go. All right. Here we go. Episode number 49 next week. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? Oh, Akiva. Yeah. There is black magic there. We've talked about that this came up. It is the census. Wow. Census. That's exciting. I'm very excited about this episode. Okay. Um, I think uh, I think people are going to be up for this one. You don't really know the questions on the census. I, I, if I you want to know them, I'll send them to you. I guess you're probably going to have to post them somewhere. Yeah. Can What's the site that the census questions are going to be on? It is going to be... We're gonna, we'll just give a link to go to, uh, well, uh, we'll give, we'll give, we'll tw- put the link on Twitter. Oh yeah, fine. Find it on Twitter. Yeah. But please all... fill out the census. We, you know, the more people that fill it out, the better the podcast this will be. this episode will be up before the census goes out. This episode will be up before. Oh, okay, fine. I got it. I mean, yeah, it'd be a spoiler if you got the census, uh, in your email. Be no suspense. What do we have? We don't have our listeners' emails. To just <laughs> we don't email have, no, them. no, definitely not. Should we figure out a way? Do we want our listeners' emails so we could like spam them with questions and stuff like that? I think that we could start a mailing list <laughs> if somebody Robin Akiva, Robin Akiva, steal some data. If somebody could, could convince wheel? us why we need a mailing list, I don't think we need uh, it. I don't think we need it. Yeah. Okay. The census. Wow. Oh, okay. Is Taylor Cotter joining us for the census? I mean, it's her baby. So, well, other than her real baby, it's it, you know, she, if she wants to, she can. Okay. All right. So, but she has a day job, I, I presume, right? I think, it's yeah, gonna... I don't think she works at night. Okay. Well, but I, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to podcast at night. Well, listen, for Taylor Cotter, we'll, we'll figure out a time and place. All right. So, I mean, the great thing about doing a podcast with you, it's like uh, doing a podcast uh, w- with me most of the time because yes, uh, no, you, I'm, you can I'm do I'm more available than you. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, six days a week, 24 six. I'm open. Yeah. Okay. Even when I had a job, I was always open. Now, yeah, no, you're it. incredible. You, you wake and me up in the middle of the night. That, that's. <laughs> I think if somebody was going to do the oral history of uh, Renap, I'd say that you know Akiva's availability of uh, all hours of the day and night, I think, is a big key to the success of this podcast. My best ava- my best ability is availability. Is that what you're saying? It's it's up there. I mean, okay. you're 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 so you're so dependable. That's very nice of you. You know, you're like a, a guy who's going to go out there and, uh, you know, be, I guess, uh, like make uh, 143 appearances. I think, yeah, the one thing I'll get is people will like DM me. A lot of times they'll answer within like 10 seconds. They'll be like, whoa, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I got nothing else going on. I mean, uh, the Fridays thing is, uh, you know, the, right. not, that's not ideal. That's not ideal. But uh, but the other you make you, up for you the other have been days. trying to get me to stop keeping Shabbos for a few years. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Angry email from Libby coming in. OK. Um, right. Akiva. Yeah. All right. Next up, we're going to get to, I feel like it's the end of the show, but no, we're only getting one. I know, I forgot we got more to do. I thought I was going to take a nap. We've got a season three, episode seven to do today. But before we get to that, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor. And I know this is Akiva's favorite time of the year because the National 
Football League is back, and so is BetOnline.ag and their weekly football pick'em contest, where I'm going to be taking on the other podcast one hosts for a uh, weekly competition. Pick five games, no spread, just pick the winners of five games. So super easy. The winner is going to uh, be uh, getting money for charity. Uh, $5,000 to the charity of my choice, which we have to uh, pick wow. out once I win. Also, $500 reward weekly to give out if uh, I am. I mean, I feel like there's going to be a lot of weeks where, every, where people go five for five. Yeah, and then you're gonna have to split the charity like twelve ways, but that's all right. Okay, still well, a nice amount of money. We will do. We will do it. Uh, so NFL college football action is heating up with this week's big games on the schedule that you're not gonna want to miss out on. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner here on the Podcast One Network, betonline.ag, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for your free account and make sure to use the promo code Podcast One for a fifty percent. Sign up bonus. Let me give you my picks for week one real quick. Got mm-hmm. the the Browns. Are they playing the Titans? Uh, over the Titans. Yeah. yeah. I got the, the Eagles. Okay. Over the Redskins. Got the Seahawks. Over the, the Bengals, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I got the Chiefs. Jaguars. It's got, sad, but I know the whole schedule by yeah. heart. That's how excited I am. And I got the Ravens. That's over the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay, so I'm very mm-hmm. excited to do well. There's a couple of uh, these other podcasts that uh, I don't love. So looking up, looking forward to running up the score. Okay, on some of my ops once again. Mm-hmm. So go yeah. ahead and visit betonline.ag. Don't forget that promo code podcast one for fifty percent sign up bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm very excited to bring in our guest here for our discussion of Season 3, Episode 7 of Dawson's Creek. He is the co-host of uh, the uh, Maybe on Yadis podcast, <laughs> a podcast for no one, and Dawson's Creek super fan. Please welcome in Mike Stern, who had a birthday yesterday. Mike, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Thanks so much, guys. I'm doing well. Thanks okay. so much for having me. Mike, very nice to have you here. I saw you tweeting about the Royal Rumble also this week. Were you, were you a listener of Renap? I am, uh, but I, I saw this pop up in my Twitter feed, and I was so overjoyed automatically because back in the day, little known fact, uh, a young Eric Stein and myself used to create characters in the WWE video games, and we would actually dictate uh, things in our life based on the outcome. So, uh, you know, like which girl should I go out with? And we would make a couple creative characters. Well, and that's uh, pretty much what would. Wait, uh, you, you guys had so many options. Yeah, that 30 30 options. 30, what are you, the bachelor? That <laughs> 30 names into the Royal Did Rumble? Did you tell the girls they had no choice because they won the Royal Rumble? A hundred percent. Well, uh, you know, Smackdown Live told me it should be this way. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if uh, Stone Cold says so, you know, that's uh, <laughs> what you got to go, go with. Exactly. All right. Very nice to uh, have you here with us. And we're talking about season three, episode seven of Dawson's Creek. Can you tell us about your Dawson's Creek fandom, Mike? How, how did you end up being the Dawson's Creek go to guy? Uh, well, it, it really um, came at the right time for me. 
Uh, it was basically so when the season one started, it was uh, the sophomore year of our main four characters. And that's actually where I was exactly at, at that point in my life. So it was a very parallel world uh, with between Dawson's Creek and uh, my own life. And uh, I was an aspiring film kid myself. So I really uh, I had a, a connection to Dawson for better or worse back in the day. Right, because in the season three, episode seven, and I want to say also this is available on Amazon Prime if anybody wants to go ahead and watch it. I believe uh, all mm. six seasons, Mike, have you, are available. Have you gone back and watched them? Uh, they are. They are. I have not gone back and rewatched every single episode of every single season since the original running, but uh, they had a nice run on SoapNet, so I would catch that <laughs> whenever it was on as well. Okay. Uh, and filmmaking is going to be uh, at least a part of this episode. Akiva, is this a part of every episode? No, it's not a part of every episode, but I think it's like the the core tenet of like Dawson Leary's beliefs is that like he wants to be the next Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Well, talk about your Dawson's Creek fandom, because uh, you and I, we were in a fantasy football draft the other night and we started talking about how do we get this? How, how do we Dawson's yeah. Creek even come up on the wheel? Are you a fan of it? I, I didn't suggest it. Maybe I was more amenable to it because I watched it, but I don't remember. We couldn't even we couldn't track back and figure out how it got in the wheel. I remember being very excited. I guess I watched a couple CW shows or probably I was watching uh, the syndicated shows before the, you know, the CW shows would come up when I was in high school. And I remember being so psyched for the Dawson's Creek show. I think they promoted it as like this guy who loves movies and it's a teen drama. And also like every every sort of like young male was like super excited about Katie Holmes. And I remember watching it might might Mike will remember it, it was either the first episode or a very early episode. It could have been the pilot where uh, where Michelle Williams character uh, is talking to her like religious old grandma and she keeps getting <laughs> trying to get her to say the word penis. <laughs> and and she's like, say it, grandma, say penis. And my dad walked in the room and I had told him it's like, oh, yeah, this is an appropriate show. And then he walked in at the, my my orthodox rabbi dad. What is this? Trash? He was, he, He's like, yeah, so he made fun of me, uh, more made fun of me that it was embarrassing that I watched it rather than like maybe shut it off or anything. Um, but that was my my, you know, sort of intro into Dawson's Creek. And I watched for a while, but I did not make it. I was already in college by the time it ended. So I didn't make it all the way to the finale, which I've never seen. OK. Ooh. All right. All right. So you're missing uh, out. The finale is actually fantastic. Yeah, the run on Dawson's Creek, uh, January 20th, 1998 to uh, May 14th, uh, 2003. Not sure if May 14th is celebrated around uh, <laughs> the United States or Canada as Dawson's Creek Day uh, for the when the finale aired. So, uh, yeah, uh, six, a six year run. And what was the height of Dawson's Creek? What, what, what did it start off hot and then uh, end up uh, slowly burning out or did it build? No, I, I think the early years, like most of these high school shows, you know, they, they kind of fizzle once uh, things get to the college stages. Uh, I, I think most of the iconic moments all happened while they were actually attending uh, Cape Side High. Unlike Say by the Bell, right? Which got much better in the college years. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about the season three, episode seven. But could you give us the plot of Dawson's Creek for people like myself who were coming into this and uh, not really knowing much about it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was basically a coming of age, high school, angsty teen drama. Very angsty. You know, it, yes, very, very angsty, very brooding. Lots of uh, longing looks at one another. Uh, I'd say at its core... 
the central theme that kind of runs throughout the entirety of the series is the love triangle between three of the main characters, Dawson, Joey, and Pacey. And uh, basically, anytime you tune into any episode, there could be any combination of Joey with one of those two guys. And that's that's pretty much like the main central theme that everything always comes back to. Yeah. Did everyone get together with everyone, uh, at, at least like cross-gender during the course of the show? Pretty much. Uh, Joey and Dawson definitely did. Joey and Pacey definitely did. Uh, Pacey and Jen had, well, actually, this was the episode where they, they tested the waters with their friends with benefits relationship that ultimately does not go anywhere. Yes. But uh, they, they, te- they attempted. That uh, is Michelle Williams, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Now, here's my big thing. The one thing I knew about Dawson's Creek was the theme song to <laughs> Dawson's mm. Creek, which is it, it, it did not make the the cut right for no. the TV theme song bracket. Akiva, no, it was not on our TV theme song bracket. I think we said it would be uh, next year's if we do it again. Uh, but you know where else it wasn't, Rob? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> just just to set this up, that the the famous TV theme song to Dawson's Creek. Uh, I don't want to wait by Paula Cole for anybody who doesn't remember. Uh, it went a little bit something like. <laughs> and, but Mike, I watched this episode and yeah. I'm like, am I watching the wrong show? Why? There was there was different theme music. Yeah, no, this, I, I had the exact same thought. I mean, I knew this was the case, but when the opening credits came on and it was not Paula Cole, it instantly made me like the episode at least 60% less. Oh, yeah. Because it's so iconic to the series, but I guess there was a licensing issue for, you know, the, the later DVD releases and the streaming and whatnot. So they had to replace. They couldn't the, get the rights to the theme song? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, there there was some uh, some snafu with it, the whole thing, so they had to replace. I looked it up. It's "Run Like Mad" by Jan Arden, everyone's mm. uh, you know fam- favorite singer songwriter. <laughs> I've never heard of this before. It's crazy. First of all, I, I read an article. I looked into this because I, I I thought like I don't remember. Maybe they switch theme songs every year, like. Uh, uh, Weeds did or something like that. Yeah, the um, Wire. <laughs> the Wire did. Although a lot of those shows use the same theme song with a different singer, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but I read that Paula Cole was mad. So I wonder if like she was like maybe the company that owned that song, uh, you know, held that for like a trillion dollars because she is very annoyed that it's not the theme song anymore. Hmm. I feel yeah. like that's her. I mean, she was sort of a known singer. She was very uh, sort of what was it? What was the festival called? Like Liz Fair? Is that a thing? I feel like uh, she that was, was very, thing, the, yeah. The it was, she was like Fair. Very, Lilith Fair. Sorry, she was very in that yeah. world. I feel like, but I could be wrong. But th- I believe this is her most known song. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. She would have but, no career if it wasn't for Dawson's Creek. So <laughs> really biting but, the hand that feeds. Yeah. It's crazy that, that 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 like it's the it's the most known thing about the show. It's very upsetting that it wasn't there. Yeah. I, I also so learned confusing. this in, in looking it up that that was actually not even the the theme song that it was supposed to have. Originally, it was supposed to be uh, One Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. Oh. Ah. But but they had uh, used this in a promo and everyone loved it so much that they ended up making it the full-time theme song. Yeah. Well, no way they could have ever afforded that in syndication because that Alanis, <laughs> exactly. yeah, Alana holds out for big bucks. Okay. <laughs> 
All right. So this episode, season three, episode seven, I think we were sold a, a bill of goods, Akiva, about what, why this ha- we had to talk about this season three, episode seven. It was going to be right up our alley. Well, people said that, uh, uh, Eric, are you, excuse me, I just called you Eric. Mike, are you a... Yeah, no, we, you, we get it all the time. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I know you're not offended Well, I talked by about it. that in the opening of that you guys did the podcast, but often I would listen, and I, I've known Eric for many years, very difficult to tell when you were talking and when he was talking. Yeah, we actually got this from our parents as well. <laughs> they, you know, like, we've known both of you our entire lives, but honestly, we're not actually sure who's talking sometimes. <laughs> so... Same voice, same mannerism, same inflection. It's pretty wild. So, Mike, um, are you a Seinfeld guy? I am. Okay, so so there are a lot of parallels between the Pacey and what's Michelle Williams character's name again? Jen. Pacey and Jen and uh, and the Jerry and Elaine deal in the episode The Deal, (laughs) right? Yes. Yes. Right. Sex to save the friendship. Right, exactly. um, <laughs> and uh, so that's what we were sold that this would this would be a lot like the Seinfeld deal. And I guess that subplot was, but it wasn't sort of the through the main through line necessarily of, of the story. I, it was the B or C plot in this episode. Yeah. Well, which... the C plot uh, is barely worth mentioning. But yeah, that the C plot was <laughs> C plot was on. It was I, filmed. I, I hope we mentioned it because it made me. Laugh. <laughs> yeah, the C, the C plot is actually the best part of the show. Um, yeah, it was not the main story, but it, it, it was almost like an identical uh, situation to Jerry and Elaine from the deal. Yes, yes. yes. It, this does ultimately actually pan out over the course of a number of episodes after this. It was not like a you know a, a one and done sort of thing, but this was the start of the uh, the friends with benefits angle between Pacey and Jen. But this episode, which is entitled "Escape from Witch Island," is a basically like a Blair Witch Project spoof, <laughs> which I think that. Every single TV show did some version of this uh, in the fall of 1999, where yeah. <laughs> uh, the Blair Witch Project was a huge movie in the summer of uh, 1999. And so very top of mind. And they sort of like uh, winked a bunch of times of like, oh, it's just a Blair Witch Project ripoff. And uh, but nonetheless, that's what this episode is. Yeah, I, I like how they try to like masquerade like they're not ripping it off by calling attention to it. But it's just like, well, just because you say that you're ripping off the Blair Witch doesn't mean you're not ripping off the Blair Witch. Yeah, <laughs> they do that also with Rob. Don't they do that also with like because when you're watching this and every episode of the show, the relationship between Dawson and Joey uh, is so much like uh, a typical girl next door that they literally during this episode, you know, mentioned like, oh, it's like uh, Kevin and, and Winnie Cooper from the Wonder Years, which it really is. There's also a little bit of like Archie versus, you know, Betty Veronica going on. But they yeah. referenced that during the show. It's the show is almost too self-aware. Well, at one point, Michelle Williams uh, talked about how that she needed to get home and watch Roswell in yeah. five minutes, <laughs> which, which is literally the next show on the air. Yeah, probably. Right. <laughs> so. Some real nice product integration. Right there. Yeah. Did, they, yeah. did, did they do a lot of stuff like that, Mike, in terms? of like winking to the camera um i think it it came up from time to time they more so than that specifically this was almost like uh an audition process for a lot of the future wb stars uh at large like i know chad michael murray was a recurring character there was an actual spinoff uh based on one of the guys that joey dated for a short period of time i think scott foley who went on to felicity was also on it so I think like this really was their marquee show that they they used in a lot of uh, 
you know, different ways. Uh, but there were times where there were winks and nods to things. Um, one of my favorite moments of all time actually is uh, there's like a, a breakfast club spinoff episode and uh, they're talking about. Uh, Are you sure that wasn't pet. Degrassi? Yeah, no, they, they're they're all in detention together. And then Joey's like, oh, yeah, whatever happened to those actors from uh, from that movie? And then Joshua Jackson goes on to say, well, Emilio Estevez, he did those Mighty Ducks movies. Those were pretty cool. They were my favorite. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Young Americans, I guess, is the yes. official Dawson's Creek uh, spinoff. Uh, how many episodes did that get? I want to say like six. And I'm also confident that my wife was one of the only four people in the world who actually watched it. Eight episodes uh, plus yeah. the unaired pilot. Right. For yeah. a, I don't think it was long for this world. For young Americans. Now, Akiva, as I was watching this episode, which is a uh, Blair Witch Project spoof, w- was this too scary for you, this episode? No, it's not such a spooky episode. There's no, there's no Chucky doll. By the way, I was watching Hard Knocks and the Chucky doll came up. I almost had to leave the room. Uh the Chucky doll talking like John Gruden. No Chucky doll, no E.T. So th- I'm not scared of all horror. I'm scared of like scary Specific. characters. Yeah. In, yeah. in horror movies. Because there's a lot of witch talk here. And I'm not scared you know. of witches. You're <laughs> you know, scared to prove if you're a witch or not. But that's well, especially story. after this, where there's so much talk about burning witches and what they do to witches. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not I don't want to get lumped into that. Nothing good happens to the witches. No, we're more of a Dybbuk podcast anyway. <laughs> that's right and uh, and we stand the gargoyle king not uh, yeah. these witches on witch island mike is, is witch island which is such a big part of this episode is that like a recurring thing or is this witch island is never mentioned before or after this episode no this this is it, it like it's one of those things where you know at you know in its totality this did have storylines that are crossing over you know through the season but this entire idea of this witch hunt or you know making this documentary it was all self-contained within this episode i was very confused about the documentary which is being made in this episode by uh, dawson that uh, he talks with katie holmes character in the beginning of the episode and uh, i guess he works in a video store and uh, they're talking about it like she has a book report but somehow, like, in lieu of a book report, he's making a documentary? Is that what, what's going on here? Yeah, I actually pulled this move a few times in high school. Also. So did I. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, can like, I tell you? Eh, yeah. Who needs to write something? I'll just uh, make a, a stop-motion animation video with my Legos. It'll be fine. Yeah, Akiva, you did this too? Well, I, I did this. Uh, like, I have a few connections here. One, I did this. My childhood friend, Andrew, instead of, some, instead of some book report, he got a deal where we could make a documentary about Rosa Parks. And we made it, but I remember during the make, we didn't know how to edit. So like whatever went in, you know, the shot had to go in the thing because it was VHS in like 1995. Uh, like something from the ceiling fell on my head and it was obviously the most memorable part of the Rosa Parks documentary. <laughs> can we get this I'm on YouTube? Getting, uh, I think Andrew probably still has it. I can ask him if he okay, has a Rosa Parks documentary. Reach out to childhood, <laughs> Akiva's childhood correspondent. But, but what's crazy is this episode starts with, uh, with Joe, Joey Potter. Um, not Joey Porter. Yeah, Joey, it would be Joey great. Potter. If Joey Porter yeah. came in and sacked Dawson. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joey Potter uh, comes into the video store where Dawson works, where no one has ever entered, other than the other kids. Right? There's never been a customer. Right? And she says, "Hey, do you have the Crucible? I I, I haven't read the book. I need to, um, you know, I need to watch the movie because it's due tomorrow." And what's insane is I don't think I've ever watched this episode. I think I missed some of the season three episodes, but. 
in high school, we had in ninth grade or 10th grade, we had to watch the cruise. We had to uh, read the crucible and nobody wanted to do it. There was a blockbuster near my house and I live near the school. A lot of the guys mm-hmm. uh, lived in the city and our schools on Long Island. So I invited like 14 guys to sleep at my house. The least lit sleepover party <laughs> ever. We watched the crucible for uh, the school the next day because we had a test on it. We all fell asleep. I think like 12 of the 14 guys fell asleep. And I remember uh, a girl called my house, which is probably the only time it ever happened in like ninth or 10th grade. And she hung up on me immediately. And she told me years later, it's because she didn't like the way I answered. Like the way I said hello. Akiva, which (laughs) was worse? The night you got 14 guys together to watch The Crucible or the night that we had the sleepover podcast in Minneapolis? Oh, no. The sleepover podcast was way worse. (laughs) Um, But yeah, 14 guys. We should have just watched The Crucible. (laughs) <laughs> we really we really should have next next uh next year's trip but yeah i had the whole grade over to watch the crucible it was it was a wild time so the 1996 daniel day lewis film uh yeah that makes sense because this is this is probably uh the year 99 that we're watching it okay yeah i have no awareness of this film that uh, i'm looking at this imdb right now and <laughs> That uh, you could have just made a fake page. I had n- no idea that this was a real thing. The Crucible. Yeah. If Daniel Day-Lewis is not even getting an Oscar nom, you know, it's not. It's forgettable. Yeah. OK. So that somehow is going to lead the crew out to uh, which island. OK. Uh, Mike, can you help set up uh, what else is going on here in this episode? Uh, I mean, I think it's, you know, the setup is really just a, a weak way to get them out there like oh the book report or whatever like whatever but they're out and they're you know dawson is notorious for you know his filming skills and his aspiring filmmaking uh life and um it it does pick up um the ongoing back and forth between dawson and joey as pretty much every single episode of the entire series does uh and that's you know both in the subtext and then also in the text text, which they also call attention to, which I thought was funny because I, I made a note like, oh, they're having which subtext about, you know, uh, the, the relationship between these two lovers. But then they actually call out the fact that they had subtext in their own script. So it was very meta. Very meta Dawson's Creek. Do you think it uh, killed Dawson that, uh, you know, all this aspiring filmmaking and then YouTube is going to come along uh, a couple of years from now? He missed the whole wave. <laughs> yeah, he, he would have been a, a real influencer of his day. <laughs> he could have been the Logan Paul of, <laughs> of his time with all these uh, videos. What what ultimately happens to Dawson in the I know Akiva hasn't seen the finale. Uh, do we need a spoiler alert? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. 20 years later. So, uh, well, to continue the meta of it all, so Dawson ultimately goes to Los Angeles and he becomes a television producer who is the creator and executive producer of The Creek, which is just the exact show that Dawson's Creek was. Uh, And it shows like the first few minutes of The Creek, which is just a recreation of a scene from the first episode of Dawson's Creek. Did they have the song from Paula Cole in The Creek? (laughs) They couldn't get the rights. It was Jan Arden. Wow. Yeah, no. So uh, that's such a cop out, right? The show ends. I just read a book where the book ends with the guy writing this book Mm -hmm. that we're reading. So that's such a cop out. Like the show ends with someone making this show. 
That's what we should it do was, on the last episode of this podcast. Yeah, well, it was all a dream. The, the pitches of Robin Keevan need a podcast. The podcast. Yes. Uh, the next thing that goes on the wheel is like, we should do a podcast about spinning a wheel. Done yes. it. <laughs> it. It's a bit of the, the recap of the recap of it all. It, it really, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's a weirdly fitting ending for what the show is, but it's, it's pretty ridiculous. So, we end up learning about the witches on Witch Island, and then there was one witch who got away. And then, Mike, it kind of turns into a ghost story also, right? Yeah, it, it barely made sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, what, what's going on here? Was this a Halloween episode? What was the release date on this, Akiva? I'm going to guess no, because it's the seventh. Uh, maybe it is. Yeah, uh, and it aired November 17th, 1999. So, yes, yeah, so so not even yeah. like a Halloween spooky yeah. episode. Maybe, maybe they tried to get it on by Halloween, but there was some <laughs> scheduling conflicts and it yeah. got pushed a couple of weeks. <laughs> they got pushed, got pushed back because now the, the, the figure at the end of the episode, not to jump too far ahead, but when Dawson like plays his movie for the class, there's like shadowy figures at the end of the episode. Was that supposed to be a, a ghost, Mike? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what they were going for. I mean, it's not like this series is ever set with anything supernatural. Uh, so that's I think a different they, show. Yeah, that, exactly. This is actually the uh, yeah the impetus for supernatural. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was the two lovers. It was a ghost. Who the hell knows? Yeah, Akiva, did you follow what was going on at the end of the episode? I wasn't sure if it was a ghost or if it was sort of like a Scooby Doo ending where it was. I the- think it was a ghost. I think they want you to like. It's sort of open ended, but also who else could it be? It, like either it's like the people who were, you know, the 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 tourist people on the island, but it's probably the people from the 1690s. Not yeah. Sure. Did, did either of you feel like the guy who drove the boat should have been played by Jamie Kennedy? Because I had that <laughs> feeling while watching it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's the guy who's like, I told you kids, like uh, weird stuff happens here. Don't stay on Witch Island after dark. You're all going <laughs> to yeah. die. Yeah. Uh, so I thought maybe that that's who the shadowy figures were. If, if it was Scooby Doo, it would have been that guy. Well, interestingly, also that, you know, Kevin Williamson was the uh, creator of this and he's also notorious for the Scream movies. So I feel like oh. maybe he was, you know, there's some kind of connection there where he was trying to like harken back to his, uh, you know, horror days. Maybe, maybe. Okay. I guess uh, let's talk about the storyline that goes on between uh, Pacey and Jen. Uh, the yeah. the storyline that ended up getting Akiva and I uh, hooked on potentially this Seinfeld-esque uh, <laughs> subplot of Friends with Benefits. Yes, and about a dozen other movies to come for the next uh, decade. Yes. Okay, uh, do these two have any sort of romantic history, Mike? No, not really. I mean, again, Dawson was with both girls and uh, Casey... Yeah. <laughs> Pacey certainly had his uh, his list of, uh, you know, female companions as well. But uh, nothing ultimately ever does come of Pacey and Jen throughout the uh, entirety of the series. Now, I don't think that we could or should summarize any of this conversation uh, between Jen and Pacey. Do I, I have those the, na- the names right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Jen. OK, and Pacey. so. Why don't we uh, listen in on this conversation that I'm talking about? They're going to they're going to set up the the deal between uh, why can't they have some sort of physical relationship without the intimacy? Love has this horrible habit of messing everything up. That it does. But sex is nice. Whoa. 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Sex good, love bad. You toss it into the wok, it messes the whole thing up. This is true. I'm starting to think that maybe casual sex is the way to go. Sex is never casual, Pacey. Perhaps. But what if both partners agreed to the terms beforehand? Like a prenup? Yes, exactly. Like a pre-getting-busy agreement. I'm just thinking out loud here, but the concept of two horny teenagers coming together for some gleefully nasty coitus and parting as friends is positively revolutionary in this day and age. Sounds killer in theory. I'm guilt. <laughs> so cringy. Can I point out that Sounds Michelle good. Williams, <laughs> Michelle Williams, who sounds like she is being held at gunpoint during the scene to answer the questions, has been nominated for four Oscars. And yeah. like I, that yeah. should have been a career ender that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why can't uh, a couple people just come together for some uh, some coitus without? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like a young Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna agree to it. Is this gonna work out, Mike? No, no, it doesn't. What they, happens? They, well, somebody catches the- feelings. Now, the, the two of them are the of the group, the more promiscuous, yeah. uh, you know, it, basically when the series begins, Jen shows up in Cape Side after her wild days in New York. And they, they never really disclose, uh, you know, all the details, but certainly give the impression that, you know, she was out painting the town red in New York. And uh, Pacey's season one arc is primarily about him sleeping with his teacher. So the two, where Joey and Dawson have like only basically like kissed one another at this mm-hmm. point in time yeah so i think the the point was like oh well we're the two that know what it's all about so yeah this isn't a big deal at all but then like it's always awkward or like you know it's uncomfortable so it just never comes to fruition okay uh we were rooting for them uh we go back and forth with them uh a, a couple of times and they end up like hammering out some more of the uh details of uh this deal who did it better akiva jerry and elaine or pacey and jen I mean, you could watch the scene without like biting your fingernails and looking away with Jerry and Elaine talked about it. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, that they, they agree. No kissing. Also, that's a, one similar thing between the two uh, deals that get negotiated. Didn't that start from like in Pretty Woman? Julie Roberts says like prostitutes aren't allowed to kiss, which I assume yeah, is yeah, a I think role. it's a little bit different than, than yeah. friends with benefits. Yeah. I, I, that, too intimate. It's kind of insane. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, to be, to be fair, I don't know anything about prostitutes or friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah. No, we're no. kissing. Not to mention they already <laughs> were kissing. kissing plenty earlier. So I don't really see what the problem is. Yeah. Okay. Mike. And then what else is going on in this episode? Well, outside of the island, we do have this really really bizarre subplot with another one of our characters uh andy so she is not a part of this documentary uh excursion she's back at school and apparently uh she's like the uh the politeness police or something like that like a like a michelle tanner and uh she's like you know giving uh merits to the kids in school who are you know not living up to the code of the you know Cape Side High or really, really bizarre. And it was like, you know, a scene and a half's worth. Like, I don't even understand why they attempted to wedge this in. Was the principal character, uh, Principal Howard Green, was he a mainstay on the show? Yeah, yeah. He was a recurring character, but not like a a premier, uh, you know, presence or anything like that. But certainly, you know, pops up throughout. 
The early years of the show, I think the core four, and you know, you Dawson's parents and there's a couple other kids in school, but the core four, there's a lot of episodes where it's really just them, no? Yes. Well, Andy and her brother, Jack, yeah. uh, were, the, were introduced at the beginning of the second season, uh, you know, to, I guess, just, you know, have some actual more storylines going on. And they folded in pretty much as like what ultimately became the main six of the entire run. Um, oh, actually, Andy did leave towards the end, but she, you know, it was the six of them that really became the central figures. But yes, the core four of Joey, Dawson, Pacey, and Jen were certainly the overall central figures. Akiva, did you have a favorite storyline on Dawson's Creek? Something that you remember fondly? Uh, I, I, it's more like the opposite, where like I like the show. <laughs> But it's very Aaron Sorkin-y in the fact that, like, no one has ever in the history of the world ever spoken the way that the the, the high schooler characters do in this show, where they just, like, none of them have ever been in class once, but they all are, are you know, like, have used, uh, like, every SAT word in the book, and they don't sound realistic, and they're all, like, super precocious, but also kind of dumb. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, also, at the end of the episode, this isn't really a spoiler, uh... The uh, uh, Dawson asks uh, Joey for her PSAT score because it came up earlier in the episode. <laughs> yes. And she says, I, how'd you do? And she like very seriously says brilliantly. Yeah. Like you don't say a number. Yeah. Come on. Give us a number. <laughs> Zach Morris said he got a 1501 on the on the SAT. You could tell us, Pacey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like they just don't speak the way people speak. They, they it, it, like everyone's just 50 on this show. Yeah, having coitus. Yeah, yeah. The, you basically needed a dictionary just to make it through an episode. And this was another thing that they also like would refer to frequently. I think in the pilot episode, Dawson's like, "We're just a bunch of teens using words that no one even knows what we're saying." <laughs> like, it's like, okay, <laughs> at least you're aware. Yeah, well, they really called their shot with a lot of stuff on uh, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, Mike, is there any talk about a Dawson's Creek reboot or remake? I haven't heard anything. Last year was the 20 year anniversary. So there was like a lot of coverage, uh, you know, like they did uh, just like an in the room, you know, uh, like reunion type thing. But I haven't caught wind of a full on reboot, but I really wouldn't be surprised uh, just, you know, with uh, 90210 and everything else that's, uh, you know, coming coming at us lately. I think the problem, guys, is that, well, how about about this? Let's let's uh, why don't you, Mike and Rob? Rank the four actors. So James Vanderbeek, Michelle Williams, Josh Jackson, and Katie Holmes in the terms career. of how you, th- how you, how you think the career has been post DC. Cause I think that will maybe answer our question. What do okay. you think? Who, who's one? Who's two? Who's three? Who's four? I think that Michelle Williams is uh, number one. Yeah. I think in terms of fame, she's not the most famous because I think because Katie Holmes is married to Tom Cruise, she has to be number one. But uh, in terms of career, it's not a question, right? Michelle Williams has four Oscar nominations. That's, that's a ridiculous amount. She's got to be number yeah. one. Career-wise, she's definitely a top of the list. You know, he's married uh, to Heath Ledger. Like, that's a real... Right, right. right. She's got the uh, longest Wikipedia page, I would think, of everybody. <laughs> I think the JVDB is last. He's on Dancing with the Stars this month. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, he, you, he's a regular called, on Funnier Die. I mean... <laughs> yeah, if they called there. up Katie Holmes' agent and said, hey, do you want to be on Dancing with the Stars? They'd say, like, I'm calling the police if you ask that again. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, Josh Jackson is not considering it. He, I think he's the star of The Affair. 
Um, yeah, he, you know, he's actually had like a pretty solid career on quietly, television yeah. since he, he did a yeah. bunch of movies, but like he was on Fringe, which ran for like six years. The Affairs, you know, certainly yeah, but he's the a, a star of those shows season. also. Right? Yeah, he's not right, even right, he's right, the right. lead. So, yeah, I'd say I'd say uh, just in, in career, probably J.J. second, Holmes third and so and Vanderbeek fourth, which is really the inverse of star of sort of the relevance within within the show. Okay. So I think your answer is right. Vanderbeek says yes. Uh, Jackson, <laughs> maybe in five years, says yes. Katie Holmes laughs at them and Michelle Williams absolutely doesn't even answer their phone. So calls. I'm glad we got into some IMD bags today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, so what went wrong for Vanderbeek? How did he go from the lead of Dawson's Creek to did he stay on too long? Should he have left? You know, it's a good question. I, you know what I think happened? He was known as this like wholesome, you know, real emotional wreck on the show. So I think his uh, acting choices following directly after were like too much in the wrong direction. He did uh, what the, the rules of attraction where he was like this, you know, coked up drug dealer yeah. and like really, really, uh, you know, on the complete other side of the fence. And I think it just didn't quite land. So maybe he just like, you know, was in fear of being typecast, went too much in the other direction and then just became irrelevant. Instead. Because in the early days of Dawson's Creek, he also has Varsity Blues, which is right. uh, a big hit. And then a- after that, I, I don't know if he has another big, uh, big hit, but you would think that he at least has one movie success under his belt, Akiva. But uh, that I'm looking at the movies and stuff that he does in the next like five yeah. years. He ends it's up weak. going on back on TV to One Tree Hill for a year <laughs> or two. Yeah, probably to play Dawson. Right. Um, Mike, didn't he? He was also on the what was it? The B in Apartment 23. He played himself. Yes, yes. This actually was a very underrated show, oddly enough. I really enjoyed it a lot. He basically, it was like a a Curb Your Enthusiasm type thing where he was playing himself um, among other characters. Kristen Ritter was also on it. Um, And he was just like a, you know, hyperbolic version of, you know, James Vanderbeek. But it was actually pretty funny, but it it didn't make it after uh, a season. Akiva, he tried to get in on uh, CSI. See, he was a recurring character on CSI Cyber, the worst. Yeah, that's the, of the one that was. Yeah, I think that's fourth or fifth, however many they had. The only one that didn't make it, like a million seasons in syndication. Yeah, uh, he's actually been doing some uh, voice animations. Uh, Mike, do your kids watch Vampirina? Mm, I think I've seen the commercials for it, but that's not one of their the staples in the Stern House. <laughs> Okay, yeah, uh, and he's also uh, going to be appearing in a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, yo, he was actually in the the Jay and Silent Bob movie. Okay, all right. So yeah, I don't know what went wrong, Akiva. I think I, I think it's a little bit of a typecast thing. He still looks good. It's not yeah. like it's it, you know well. he's still a, a leading man. Um, I think it's not over for him. I do think he's got a future. He should have started a podcast and because I'm sure he has a lot of celebrity friends. <laughs> yeah, that really should have been the move right. for him. I, I wonder if maybe because that he is the star of the show. Do you think he had like the Seinfeld thing where it's like that nobody could look at him and say, oh, it's Dawson. Yeah, I, I exactly think there's definitely. Happened. Yeah, his his meme game is strong, though. I mean, that the, the crying meme of him is, is pretty notorious. So he has that at least. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's too in on the joke. Is that is that a thing, Akiva? It's possible. Also, like the "I don't want your life," right? The uh, yeah. the varsity yeah, blues. One. Like that was a big. That was like a beloved. It wasn't like a massive hit, but it was a beloved movie. I feel like that didn't. But he's playing the same character. That didn't help him either. 
Mm. <laughs> I just had a, a southern accent. That was the only difference. A terrible okay. southern accent. <laughs> okay. Mike, what's the legacy of Dawson's Creek? <laughs> I mean, I think it holds up in like, you know, in the history books as one of the premier teen dramas, you know, as, as far as these type of things go. Um, I think because it really was sort of the first of many. I mean, they're, you know, obviously Saved by the Bell and uh, mm-hmm. 90210. But I think well, 90210 in particular, I think, was geared, you know, ever so slightly you know, towards an older uh, viewing audience. This really was meant for tweens to be watching. So it really did kick off like the whole WB of, uh, you know, teen dramas. So I I think it's still fairly well respected in, you know, in that circle. Yeah, just to put it in perspective, I I was curious to know like uh, whether it really put the WB on the map. So the WB... According to Wikipedia, started in 1997. Buffy, I guess, was the first big show on okay. WB. But I guess that then that Dawson's Creek then uh, came after and then uh, probably became the flagship of the WB. Yeah, I, yeah, Buffy, I think it which is now the CW. Yeah, right, it right, started right. at six and a half million viewers, but it basically went down every single season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I'd say the, the quality of the seasons followed a similar trajectory. Okay. All right. Mike, is there anything else that you want to share with us about Dawson's Creek or any long-held Dawson's Creek thoughts that you've had? Uh, no. I mean, I, it really it, it was um, a, a very uh, impactful series in, in my own life uh, in, in many regards. I, uh, I once, uh, after Pacey, uh, showed up uh, with some frosted tips in the premiere of season two. I I, I followed that suit uh, pretty quickly. Oh boy, <laughs> pretty notoriously. So that that was uh, something. <laughs> I also oh the the girl I was dating at the time. She actually thought like she lived inside of Dawson's Creek herself. So she would speak to me like you know someone who was scripting her lines, which was absolutely insufferable. Wait, and then what? oh yeah, yeah, she like. <laughs> Okay, Does so she want to come she, on the show? Yeah. So the girl, the girl who won the Royal Rumble, who yeah. was your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, she, um, she was just like super melodramatic, and she was so in love with this with the show that I think she thought like we were actually on it. So she would recite things in the manner that like Katie Holmes would say on the Whoa. show, like as if we were living inside of a, a television show. Like she was psychotic. Yeah. Well, that's that's an intense story. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. Rob, did you ever have a big crush on Katie Holmes? Because I certainly did. I think Eric, when I asked him if he went to do the show, said like he was a big Katie Holmes stan also. You know what? This show was kind of off my radar. So I, I didn't was not really a big uh, Katie Holmes stan. Can I tell you some of the uh, other WB shows that were on at the same time? Yes. Uh, the Jamie Foxx show, which I don't remember. Sister, Sister, Smart Guy, Unhappily Ever After, uh, The Parenthood, Three, yeah. Kelly Kelly, and my favorite, Nick Frino, licensed teacher. Yeah. Maybe this is where uh, Katie and Jamie, you know, their, their mutual uh, you know, interest. <laughs> yeah, they met, met at these uh, <laughs> WB parties. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I was definitely a huge Katie Holmes fan as well. She, she was definitely, uh, you know, one of my, my top teenage crushes for sure. Yeah. 
I mean, I think she's had a weird career also. I feel like that she's more famous for being married to Tom Cruise mm-hmm. in Scientology than really anything she's done post Dawson's Creek. Totally. I know that she was in the, the she was in the, the one of the Batman movies. Uh, she was in uh, or, not or a the, good one. Yeah, she was in. And then was disturbing behavior, the cult classic. Yeah. Well, she started um, in really like she was in the ice storm disturbing behavior. I, I remember I saw teaching Mrs. Tingle and the gift in the theaters. Oh, yeah. Like she, she had a good run of like B minus movies, but I'll t- I, what I think happened is like, she had Tom Cruise's kid. She's like beyond set for life. You know, she doesn't need to work. And she, and she's so public every time she, she literally, I Googled her. She went out of the house yesterday in some sort of bra and it sold out like that minute. Like she's like a fashion icon and, and she's very wealthy. I don't think she wants to or needs to work. Okay. Like Sewell and Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming yeah. full circle. Uh, I guess she was on Ray Donovan. Uh, and then. Mm. Yeah, I don't think she really works anymore, right? She, uh, yeah. Very little. She was, I mean, she was in a mystery relationship with Jamie Foxx for many years that I think just ended. Um, yeah, I was reading about this a few weeks ago. It's like uh, Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx call off their six year uh, yeah. relationship. I was they like, were like, what? never photographed together once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, that in the Batman movies, then, uh, so Maggie Gyllenhaal it replaces her character, right? She was in the fir- in the yes. Batman Begins, and then Maggie Gyllenhaal replaces her character. But then uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal isn't she the other wife in Brokeback Mountain with uh, Michelle Williams? Mm. Yeah, and and Michelle Williams' husband is in the Batman movies. Yeah, famously. Huh. Boy, what a what a tangled web between yeah. uh, <laughs> the joke. These. The Joker should have been JVDB. Yeah, <laughs> maybe uh, <laughs> after Joaquin Phoenix, maybe he can uh, jump in re- uh, reboot his career. Okay, it's uh, a good idea. Can we ask? Can I ask? Can we end with asking my uh, question? Sure. This is a preview Mike. of the census. Yes, this is a preview of the census. So, Mike, I'm, so do you know what the census is that we're doing? It's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. We are asking our listeners questions, and then we're going to gamble on on their answers. So, some of the questions are like, "Who do you like better?" Uh, you know, Woody or Buzz Lightyear, or "Are you a Blinky?" Which is famously a Blink One Eighty Two fan. Okay. Okay. Can you right now on the spot come? We have a spot for about three more questions. Rob, can you too? Can you guys come up with another question or two so we can add to the census for next week's podcast? Okay. As it pertains to this episode specifically? No, no, no. It could be about no. anything on Earth. No, Blink-182 ah. has no bearing. It could be literally... I mean, if you want one, like, you can, but I, it could be about anything on Earth. What do you want to know the answer to? You know, uh, here, here's, uh, a, here's mm-hmm. a hot take I'd like to get to the bottom of. Mm. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Mm. I think it's so... I think it's so done... That, <laughs> but don't you want to know what our listeners think? We can add it to this. There's no it's like so, we're not going to run out of questions. All right, fine. Give me one more. Okay. Uh, and you two. All right. And Rob, I want from you too. Should we let Mike make his case of what it is? Do you have a strong opinion? Yeah. Do you have a take, or do no. you not want to lead the listeners? Yeah. No, I, I don't think I should lead the listeners in any which way. But I am curious to hear what uh, everyone actually thinks. Okay. I, I I could make a strong case either direction. So we should ask if a hamburger is a sandwich. See if it gets a hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think there's as much of uh, you know naysayers on that one. Because hmm. Rob yeah. and I aren't just aren't guessing the right answer. We're guessing what the listeners yeah. think. What, okay. what you know how which I got to get in the mind of a of an R or an RANAP listener. Okay. All right. I, can I give you one, please? Okay. Popeyes or Chick Fil A? Oh. Okay. 
That's good. Now, it's a little weird for me because I'm, you know, I've never had either. But okay, so pick one. You have to, that based on what you know. Yeah, well, I think Chick fil A has got a, got some shitty politics. So I'm probably Team Popeyes. Okay, but what percentage of have, our listeners are going to oh, okay. answer? Well, that. we'll save it for next week. But that's a good yeah. question. I'll add it to the census. I used to have a uh, driver's ed teacher who the whole driver's ed was I would drive her all the way to, to Popeyes. She'd get chicken and she'd eat it on the way back. Uh, and we had a great time. And her name was like Carmen Santiago. So we're saying, where in the world is Carmen Santiago? Anyway, um, yeah, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A. You don't want to throw Wendy's in there as a third choice? Uh, are we doing multiple choices? Yeah, yeah, you could do three choices. It's a Google form. You could do multiple choices. Okay, sure. I didn't know that you Most of them are two, but but there's a few that are three. Yes, most of them I mean, but two. I thought that you and I are guessing the percentage of like, uh, okay, what percent said Popeyes? Now when you're going to throw in like a third-party candidate into uh, this. Yeah, there are very a few third-party candidates. There's a, there are a few. It's the minority, but there, we had to, you had to spice it up a little bit, like a Wendy's chicken sandwich. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Uh, Here's something I've been wondering, because, yes. uh, you know, riding the subway around New York City, you see this sometimes and I have some issues with it. Do you guys think that it's socially acceptable for adults to plug their ears closed when they hear the subway coming? Because hmm. <laughs> I, I see this frequently. It's a very specific and, question, and, but I like it. Well, yeah. I, I think these are the kinds of things I think about. You know, you see the subway coming and like here are grown adults who can't like deal with the noises that a subway makes and they're standing there holding their ears. It, it seems embarrassing to me. It's hmm. weird. It's weirdly loud. Right. But I've also like I rode the subway, you know, twice a day for many, many years. And I don't think I ever noticed it once. Is it a new thing? I don't know. Uh, maybe there's been some reports about, you know, how subways cause uh, long term hearing damage or something. <laughs> That's possible. Or they might have super hearing. <laughs> yeah. Some supers among us. OK. All right. Wow. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us to talk some uh, Dawson's Creek. Do you want to uh, pl- uh, plug anything? I know that uh, you and Eric are very hard at work on a, a number <laughs> of projects. Any, anything you want people to check out? Nah, not really. <laughs> is Eric going to I mean Eric did pitch you, but it's a little funny that we had uh we had Eric's friend on before him when he's been on the wheel for like no, 6 I, months. No, I think are, are you willing to be an understudy for uh, a- anything that uh Eric uh it was committed to? Yeah, I mean we have pretty similar interests across the board. I mean again, we've been friends for so long, so uh I, we've certainly run in uh, you know, similar uh interest circles. So, yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> if you ever need me, let me know. All right. At Stern Mike is on Twitter, so you could follow him there. And Akiva is at Kiev26. Uh, that, uh, Mike, who is your uh, rooting interest in uh, uh, professional sports? Uh, you know, uh, I'd say right now the Giants are, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they got going on this season. Okay. Nobody said that. No, no one's a Giants fan. No, nobody has said they're looking forward to seeing what the Giants have in store this season. <laughs> yeah, the Giants well. are going to be fine, Rob. I think they're like a seven and nine I, team. I know. As a, a Jet fan, I'm I'm rooting against it, but yeah, no, I, so I, am I. I. And we have to play them also in November. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't yeah. think they're as bad as people think. I know. Uh, uh, what are you going to do? Um, all right. So, Mike, thank you very much for joining us. Akiva and I uh, are going to be sending out a census or put posting a link to a census coming out in uh, the next couple of days. Keith, anything else? No. Thank you so much, Mike. This was fun. And uh, yeah, no, I, I let us know what you think about the uh, mailbag coming before the episode. Is this a one-time thing or should we try this once in a while? 
Look, I like this because uh, I wouldn't have wanted to like it would have been weird if then we are not referencing anything that happened in uh, the like the Dawson's Creek part of the episode when we do the mailbag. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, I, I like doing it uh, linear. Everybody's along with us on the ride. Let's plug your cover your ears. Podcast listeners who uh, put in the plugs for Renap. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> OK. All right, Mike, thank you again. Akiva, great work. And then we will uh, be able to look up for the census. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.